EDM champions, this week on Beyond the Beats, we're talking about how a UK chancellor is suggesting that musicians retrain. We're also joined by our friends from the Abyss Experience, and we're giving our thoughts on new music from Skrillex, Major Lazer, and Crane. All of this and so much more on episode 78 of Beyond the Beats, a podcast about EDM news and culture. Let's go. champions we're at episode 78 welcome ladies and gentlemen to beyond the beats thank you so much for joining us we're yet again another time and do you hear that in the background mm-hmm. you might hear some really interesting sounds creeping up right now very melodic one might say well edm champions take a listen to my on repeat for this week and i tell you you're going to be on a spiritual melodic journey this is jolly and asia with their song hands on me I'm loving those words that you just used right there, especially <laughs> especially spiritual, man. You know what, man? I listened to this song. I immediately relinquished all of my belongings except for my microphone <laughs> and my laptop just so I could tell you this. Dude, I'm pumped up on this on repeat. Great energy, but I love that it's like melodic and mm-hmm. it's a little bit dark as well. So I think this is just kind of perfect for the seasons changing. It's getting a little bit darker, but you still want to dance. You still want to express yourself on the dance floor. Alec, were you expressing yourself on the dance floor? Not on the dance floor, but in my, uh, you know, my little studio apartment, I certainly was to the best that I could. I mean, you know how I found this song, Samir? I've got to send it to you because I'm really pumped up about it. Um, They did an awesome, awesome live stream recently and that's uh-huh. something that they do from like different places in italy to wherever so they start going a little bit more viral on youtube right now and just honestly just the setting the scene the song it's just beautiful as you can imagine man like it's it's got that hauntingness to it but also makes you want to dance alec you just introduced us to some new music but we have plenty of more new music to jump into right here on this podcast about Let's electronic dance music Let's go. First up, we're stopping over to Rusco. He brought the sauce with his <laughs> sauce EP. Alec, I mean, I don't know about you, man. Four tracks here. What do you want to play? What was one of your favorites? I, I think we got to play Quarantinis with Dirt Monkey. <laughs> Let's give that one a spin. Oh, it's a- oh, 
All right, we've been talking a lot about old school sounds from the 70s and 80s returning to dance music, but Rusko really blessed us with the nostalgic sounds of late 2000s and early 10s dubstep with his new Sauce EP. This feels like a very... I'm sorry, I have to cut you off right there. What is going on with that? Bro, I'm just saying, he's bringing the sauce, okay? (laughs) This feels like a very polished and refined version of his sound from that golden era of dubstep. The wonks and the wubs are there for everybody. I love the Jamaican influences, the dope vocal samples, and the instruments used. I mean, we've got four tracks on here, but my favorite is uh, definitely a tie between Ecstasy Dreamland and Quarantinis with Dirt Monkey. Alec, what'd you think, dude? Dude, Quarantinis, man. That is exactly (laughs) how to describe this song. This is what it would feel like if you were all sheltering in place together, sipping on some Quarantinis. It's probably going to get a little bit weird, wacky, and funky right around now because we've forgotten how we're going to socialize and interact with people, okay? Things get a little bit weird with some Quarantinis involved. (laughs) But I will say this, man. Just as you said, the wubs are back in this. I absolutely love the fact that he went with some Jamaican influence in there, Mm -hmm. really adding in and layering the old sounds with the new so i'm a big fan of this one dude pumped up on that love to see rusco returning with the sauce but dude let's go over to crane he just dropped a brand new song called only one featuring b lewis on the vocals guys take a listen to this I am not gonna lie. Uh huh. I took a listen to this and uh-huh. I liked it. Oh, is that dude. bad? Is that is that is that bad of me to say? Because no, that's wonderful, man. I'm sitting over here very sheepishly, just thinking. You know, I thought I was gonna judge this track so hard just because of. Unfortunately, we just weren't a big fan of the prior release that we've talked mm-hmm. about on the pod. So. I really liked this one, actually, and I thought it did a very good job of sheltering within this kind of futuristic sounding trap, a really nice kind of, you know, love song in a way, right? If that makes any sense. I don't know if I feel cheesy for saying it's a love song, but it kind of is. That's how I feel about it, man. How about you? Bro, I'm, I'm so pumped up that you said that because after we talked about that previous single that he did with Boombox Cartel, the song All Again, I wanted to dislike this song. I really did. <laughs> you felt the same. <laughs> But to be honest, Crane, he brought the feels and the vibes with this one. It's a beautiful love ballad set in a melodic trap setting with exquisite textures, vocals from B. Lewis, and amazing percussion. This is the song I imagined playing when I set my eyes on Sarah for my kindergarten class. We shared some animal crackers, and Crane's love ballad was playing in the background. Big ups to Crane. Big fan of this one. Bro, we got to talk about this next one. I'm stoked. I can't wait to hear your thoughts. We got Eric Prince with the brand new song, Nopus EDM Champions. Take a listen. Dude, yes. I've just been waiting to talk about this on the podcast with you because I know that you've been pumped up ever since, what was it? 
EDC 2016. Oh, like baby, that. you already know it. EDC oh, 2019, God. he opened his set with it. I'm just, I'm stoked. But go on, Alec. Oh, dude, like it was just, it was amazing. Like I thought this was really a very well overall package story that you just go from like the start to the finish on. It's really bringing you on a little journey there. And I could see that why people love him for that storytelling style mm-hmm. of creating music. I want to hear your thoughts now, man. What's going on dude, in your head? Uh, I'm just loving that you're enveloped by the story, man. You know, this song was first premiered at EDC Vegas 2016 when everyone was expecting Prids to end his set with Opus. And he was really doing that for a lot of his sets during the 12 months prior to this song first being played at EDC Vegas 2016. The community on Reddit lovingly called this song Nopus <laughs> and the title stuck because everybody was expecting Opus, but he actually ended it with this song. Dude, this song is so fun it's like a spaceman just kind of flying through space it's a beautiful journey to listen to i'm loving the retro dance sounds it's by no means groundbreaking like some of his other releases but it is a song that i promise you will put a smile on your face like it did to mine so thank you so much to eric pris for finally releasing nopus love that he stuck with that title too alec one last one i'm very excited to be talking Mm -hmm. to you about this one and i'm sure the edm champions can't wait to get our thoughts on this one by skrillex called clip town empyrean Take a listen to Ooh. this. nailed the name yes i'm Thank glad you. that you got it just nailed that down because man i am just pumped up from listening to this song my ears in fact are still ringing from the last time i played this i decided to turn up the volume knob on there just really make sure that you can feel and i say feel i mean really feel the low ends on this am i right my man mm-hmm. because you could just feel it and it will shatter your eardrums just absolutely loved it but what was amazing is just how intricate and deep this was very pumped up on his upcoming album which he said he's going to be releasing sometime soon so hopefully we can see more music like this what do you think dude uh, I, I just leave it to the homie skrillex to bring a garage and uk dubstep fusion together while also sampling lizzie mcguire that's right i said it lizzie mcguire okay that sentence should be enough to tell you that Skrillex is once again <laughs> confirmed. He doesn't give a fuck about boundaries and genres. He just wants to make music that sounds good. This is just a really dope, feel-good song, which we all really needed from the main man, Skrillex. What I love is the emphasis on the low end, which is particularly intricate compared to his past releases. Like He really, really beefed it up in Cliptown Empyrean. So just, I'm, I'm just stoked, Alec. I'm feeling really good, Alec. You feeling good? I'm feeling fantastic, man. Feeling really good. But if you want to get in a better mood, okay, let's go. We got to start listening to this next section. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the new music from artists we're watching section. And I'm so, so glad to be putting back on everyone's radars a band called Fair. Okay. I've been just obsessed with listening through all of their old music. And I tell you, EDM champions, it feels really good to say this, but they have got another track dropping. Talking in circles, we put it on our artist spotlight. We'll definitely put that into the show notes, so check that out too. But just in case that you have forgotten, take a listen to it again. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Fair Talk in Circles. So it's time you tell me. Why you even need a 
Dude, ever since we previewed this song on that artist spotlight, I've just been waiting for it to drop. Ethereal, atmospheric, and catchy. We got Ryan on the vocals, just really setting the mood. And Charlie just drove home the production, which created the perfect synergy, baby. Next meeting I'm in, which talks about synergy, I want to see these two on the PowerPoint slide. Gorgeous song right here, and it just makes you really want to vibe out. And that's what we need, bro. We need vibes. Alec. What did you think, Mr. Vibe King? I'm putting another ranking, another official Beyond the Beats ranking. You're hearing this for the very first time, ladies and gentlemen, Samir included, okay? Because I've now <laughs> decided to award upcoming tracks out like this that are certified vibes on the certified vibe scale. This is a white claw grabber on the certified Ooh. vibe scale. Big time. This is a white claw grabber. All right, get that variety pack out, crack one open, take a sip. And listen to this song again, because just as Samir was saying, there's synergy in this. You can just hear it. They're beautiful people making beautiful art. You can just sense and hear the synergy. They are going places. Please, please check them out. Dude, love that. And uh, if your fair flavor is raspberry, don't ever talk to me ever. Okay, <laughs> oh, no, here we go. This is- <laughs> here we go. We're talking about this guy. I'm just so excited. We got one more artist for the new music from artists we're watching. And it is, of course, Schuster. He just released the Walking Giants EP. I absolutely love this guy's music. Alec, I know you do too. He put together an amazing Beyond the Beat session for us as well. Alec, I got to play this song for the EDM champions. Let's go ahead and play Walking Giants off of this four-track EP. You know, sometimes I, know. I wonder just, you know, how, how do people even think of sounds like this? You know, like it makes me question whether Schuster, you know, what are you, what is he hiding? Have you ever noticed mm. that we haven't really seen too much about him? It's like, is he an alien perhaps? Is he from... Is he a ghost? Is he a the ghost, ghost boy society? Is, yeah. Is, is that why he's able to create just these soundscapes that are just looping and all encompassing? Really, again, taking notes out of some of the best people to ever come across the EDM scene just in terms of their ability to inject storytelling within songs yes. and within sets. And this one was just an all-encompassing story. Really had me feeling like I was right there with him when he was creating this. What a fantastic track. Just, he's unbelievable. What do you think? 
Dude, I'm loving that. I just love how touched you are by this. And we've said this before, and I'll say it again. Schuster is just in his own fucking lane, and he's blasting down the Autobahn, okay? <laughs> you can't catch this guy, and frankly, you shouldn't even try. There's nobody else that I can immediately think of who just knows what he's doing, and the execution of his presentation is immaculate. Walking Giants, this EP, is a continuation of that story. It's gritty, but beautifully refined on all these productions. I I'm... I'm so happy he did a set for us on our Beyond the Beat session series. You guys got to check that out if you really enjoyed this EP. Alec, I got to catch my breath. But if the EDM champions want to get connected with us, how do they do that? We got a fucking website. That's right. Woo. Go to beyondthebeats.co and you will find everything Beyond the Beats that you could ever, ever ask for up on there. You could also find us on our social media profiles, you know, Twitter is one that I think people should start reaching us out more onto because Samir, you, you've started hopping on there more now, right? Like I'm trying to join the conversation, bro. I'm yeah, trying to join the conversation. I know. So they got to join us, right? Tweet at Samir. Just remember, Samir's the one. So if you get if you get pissed <laughs> off from anything on our Twitter, it's him. Okay, so that's at PodBTB and on Instagram, that's also going to be both of us. If you want to be chatting with both of us, send us a DM. Okay, it's at BTB.pod. I love that. I love that, Alec. Let's go ahead. Let's dive into the news and culture section. And uh, actually, this question for the EDM champion question of the week. I hope I can call myself an EDM champion. But mm. my question, Alec. Mm. Do you really champion it? I don't know. I, I'm, I think I like to champion EDM music, electronic dance music, music. But all right, Alec, here we go. <laughs> you talked about this on episode 77. You mentioned the term <laughs> slap house. I knew okay? this was coming. Well, <laughs> you mentioned slap house when we were talking about rehabs piss poor remix of nirvana's smells like teen spirit and i gotta ask you man what is slap house do you know you know so this wasn't my coinage unfortunately and perhaps it's been out there longer than i've even known but i i can't remember the guy but maybe i could go back and look through the thread but some guy i saw on twitter referred to that rehab remix as slap house right mm -hmm. and it's not being encompassing of what house music is like today and i think what it's trying to get there at is is kind of the you know how party favor has that bouncy style to like trap right yeah and you know how bass house has that really bass influence part of house mm -hmm. i think almost slap house is like what if you try to combine those two genres kind of party favor style of the the bounce adding the bounciness to trap right and then kind of just like the the bass in your face type of from bass house however when it comes together, it's not really anything that amazing, actually. Like, it doesn't really belong <laughs> together, okay? Okay. So that's why it's Slap House, because it's something that slaps you across the face and makes you think, you know, what in the fuck am I listening to? That yeah. is Slap House, okay? It slaps you across the face, and you're like, am I really, should I really be listening to this? Is this something that should be even in existence, right? That's how I felt when I was watching Rehab. Like, it slapped me across the face and says, what is the EDM community doing? Right. So I think a lot of Slap House, which is kind of similar to that, you could probably find it in terms of most like, you know, club remixes or very popular songs, mm -hmm. that type of stuff for that. Not trying to throw shade out at anybody here, but just saying it's kind of You're throwing designed, a lot of shade out. Like, I mean, we throw shade on this podcast, so whatever. Just say like it is, dog. <laughs> it's, it's designed for a very, you know, particular segment, I think, of the EDM uh you know consumer base and it's, it's got its purpose for sure so it's anything that you would expect to hear like at an atlantic city you know formal on kind of the dj decks or 
a fraternity party, perhaps any that type of house that you hear there, you might hear, you know, in a rehab set or something like that. Alec, don't act like you didn't just rock up in a pink Lacoste polo, your J. Crew <laughs> tan slacks, no. your boat shoes oh, from Sperry, oh and your God. hair gelled back, and just freaking raged. That's my nightmare, Sabir. You don't That's understand. You. No, it is not me. That is the nightmare version of me. <laughs> oh my God, I have. I'm getting chills over here, man. I, I literally dread if that if that ever happens to me. Please shake me to my core. Just please do. And uh, God forbid, do not let me ever put a sweater on my shoulders, you know, and kind of like drape it over oh my and then God. tie the front as well on that. And if you hear me listening to any rehabs, you know, remixes of other Nirvana songs, because you've opened up Pandora's box, why not fucking go remix them all? You know, if I'm oh, in no. 10 years listening to that with that on, you have the permission to come and slap me and shake me. Slap house means you get slapped. You know, Alec, I, I've been thinking about this, this term slap house and, uh, you know, it's kind of like the new big room house, right? It's kind of like, what does everybody want to hear on the main stage, right? Once we hear it on the main stage enough, I feel like it's going to go away. Yeah, perhaps. I mean, we'll see. But, you know, I'm open. Change my mind, okay? If there's slap house out there that you think I would enjoy, send it to us. Seriously, I'm not joking. I'm open to all genres here. I'm sure Samir, well, he's a little, he's a bit more stubborn and older. So oh my actually God. he's a little more geriatric. So I wouldn't recommend sending it to him. <laughs> his, his mind is rather close. Um, oh man. But just definitely send it to us. You know, you can hit us up on our Instagram as I've just plugged before, but dude, let's, let's move onwards because I yeah. think this is going to be a really, really good topic to dig into. And something that is a little bit controversial right now in the musician circle, okay? Mm -hmm. Especially over the other side of the pond. So back in the UK, the UK Chancellor suggested that musicians should try retrain or find other jobs. The context of this was when being asked about what the government can be doing more for the art community or other you know, music community and scene in the UK. So that's kind of a, a dick response, I think. Um, <laughs> you don't say. Yeah. Just cutting it right down the middle. Yeah, that's kind of how I see it, Samir. How, what do you think? It is absolutely a dickish response. And he, here's the thing, though. I am in, in no way defending what this chancellor from the UK, Rishi Sunak, had said. However, my issue with the backlash that he's received is probably the fact that this guy does not come from a musician's or an art background. He doesn't understand mm. the plight of those who want to be in this industry in whatever fashion. And, and, this, and this will probably go beyond just like artists. This goes to the venue owners who have been hit particularly hard in the UK, those who work the events, the freelancers. This guy comes from a banking background, not from a musician's background or an arts background. So he doesn't understand what folks are going through. He doesn't understand the the time and the hours that were spent in developing and honing in a craft. And that is to the detriment of the public that he serves. If you don't have somebody who can speak to what the arts scene goes through, then you shouldn't have somebody like this commenting on yes. what these people should be doing. All right, that's me. Alec, what did you think? No, I love that, man, because just going off of what you said about the fact that he doesn't really know what it's like to be a consumer of the arts in the sense of why it's so important for people. But here's the problem with kind of allowing that 
fallacious type of reasoning on his end to go by unchecked is the fact mm-hmm. that as a politician, your job is to represent the public's interests. And that does not involve having your opinion on it and then stifling one particular area because you don't understand it. Yeah. Right. Like that your job is not is to represent the people. So if the people, you know, and I think on a large whole, people in general do want the arts and cultures to be around. You know, I know we're particularly gung ho on it. Obviously, we have a fucking podcast about <laughs> right, music, right. right? But I think even if you really if you really talk to just anybody off the street, right, and you ask them what are they doing that weekend, what are they getting into? Especially if you're in a city, a large portion of them could be saying bars, maybe a club something like that. This is why it's important because even though he may not understand it from the, you know, the perspective of why it should be uh, a priority for the government or be something that's worth saving on the governor's chance, like as a regular consumer, just think about yourself, like what do you do to relax? What do you do to take, you know, time off all the stress that's really done, right? You're going to look at bars nightclubs all of that and that falls within the music industry so if we just say everyone should retrain right or they should find new jobs you're essentially kicking your own self while you're down (laughs) because when covid is done people are going to want to go to these places so i think it's i think we have to catch that and just be like look you need to be thinking about the public's interest and what they want because that is what your job is supposed to be as a politician it is not supposed to be you being like, oh, I personally don't see the point in it. And that's what this felt like, was that it was more yeah. than rather a like piece of... It's not like the UK legislatures have come together and drafted documents saying, you know, musicians should find another job. This is almost mm. like an offhanded, you know, non-official response, which it, to me is almost even more telling because that just shows that he personally doesn't understand it. Yeah, he's so disconnected. I mean, this guy needs some serious media coaching because he just caught a ton of flack online. And I, and I love what some artists and DJs were saying in response to this. So Fatboy Slim says here, when the bankers went down, they weren't told to retrain. They were bailed out because they were considered vital to our country's economy. But it seems when it comes to culture and arts, from ballet to DJing, we're all part of it. It contributes a huge amount to our economy and to the reputation of our country. So to just sweep us under the carpet and say, go and do something else is glib at best and uncaring at worst. And I love what Fatboy Slim said here because, I mean, this guy comes from a banking history. Banks were bailed out during the crisis. Why can't he show that same compassion to the culture and arts? I thought Fatboy Slim just captured those thoughts absolutely perfectly. But it's, it's so like, you know, even on the perspective of, the, the I want to say emotional perspective here where we're saying yeah. it's not caring I think it's just practically really dumb because of the <laughs> I, I just think it's a stupid thing to say like it's a stupid yeah. thing to say and a stupid thing to think like it, like you think the local economy so like in one hand you're like okay restaurants and things are important but how important mm-hmm. are the arts and cultures to local economies are uh, very fucking important it is the reason why people go to certain cities it's the reason why you have tourists totally coming, okay like not you can't have a fucking bank on every street and there's nothing to do and it's not gonna be popping with tourists all right if you have totally. a bunch of nightclubs yeah it's gonna be more popping than it would be if it didn't so like you just have to 
this is where I'm like, it's just practically not very sound. And I hope that somebody, this is where I get worried though, that we're, we're shouting them out, you know, we're doing all this stuff and that's all well and good. But is anybody actually going to talk to this guy and be like, you know, here's the side of the musicians. Here's why, you know, potentially, sir, it's uh, you, you might be, you might want to retract that statement that you made, mm-hmm. right? And educate them, not just on the practical benefits of having a thriving and vibrant arts and culture within not just cities but within your country but then also to the fact that you just sound like a bit of a dick so you might want to knock that off <laughs> this guy just came off as such a dick and uh, i really hope he got like a a good slap on the wrist all right for for saying such a thing and maybe he was set right we'll have to see what happens we'll i hope know, so man that, i'm i'd hate yeah. to be cynical but all right alec i'm pumped up on this all right I'm just so excited that we got a chance to talk to uh, our good friends over at the Abyss Experience. Guys, if you don't know what the Abyss Experience is all about, let me just clue you in right now, okay? It is a wonderfully put together virtual music festival, okay? And here's the thing. Beyond the Beats is partnering up to make it happen with the team over there at the Abyss Experience. It's happening live on Twitch November 7th through the 8th, and it just features so much underground talent. That's why we want to be a part of this experience, okay? It's all about the underground talent, and you guys know how we feel about that. So we sat down with the founders over at the Abyss Experience to hear a little bit more about their story and a little bit more about their goals with this next iteration of the Abyss Experience happening November 7th through the 8th on Twitch. You'll find the links in our show notes. Take a listen. We got Zeke and David from the Abyss Experience team to tell us a little bit more about what they have in store for us for the second version of the Abyss Experience happening on November 7th and 8th. So Zeke and David, what's up, guys? How you doing? Great. Yeah, was, you guys are sick. We love listening to your podcast. And um, uh, Thank yeah. you, man. Thank you, guys. And we love what you guys are all about. Like I said, it's just so important to really be spotlighting underground talent and you guys you guys are at the top of that. So let's get into this a little bit, all right? So I want to hear, what inspired you guys to want to create the Abyss experience? I mean, to begin with, this year has just been crazy for the music industry. And that has just impacted a bunch of artists. So I watched Digital Mirage this year come up with this whole concept of a virtual festival, right? So I wanted to implement that in my own way and then build my own virtual festival. But instead of having big artists that everybody knows about, I go underground and I dig for this unique artist that have this like dark sound and this fan base that's just really attached to them. We're going for an experience, not just like a generic festival, like whatever, some random Twitch stream that you find in the music section. How we thought of this whole thing, like we were both just talking, we were just chilling, like me and Zeke. Uh, or Zeke and I, and then, you know, we were, we were drunk. <laughs> we were, I think we were watching one of the streams and we were like, yo, this is really cool. Like, we should, we should do something like this. And yeah. actually, I think Zeke was the one who suggested it. And I'm like, yo, you're we were crazy. Watching, we were watching Digital Mirage. <laughs> right? Yeah. I'm like, you're crazy. How can we just start a festival like this? Like, they have so much funding. They got everything, right? Like, how do you build something like that from the ground up? Like, yeah, and yeah. Zeke was like, yo, let's just do it and see what happens. So When it comes to making this type of streams that's where i can admit that i don't have experience i didn't even know what was going to happen i didn't even know how to start it i went on google and did a lot of research and there's nothing on doing this type of events there of course right because they're new they're very new so, yeah. yeah so 
me and David had to like strategize and have this like a plan. First, send out invites and see what happens. Let's just wing it. Like, let's not like hope for things. Let's just see what happens. And we ended up getting a lot of responses. And for the first event, which like I didn't expect for people to, to even yeah, people like, were want excited. To consider us. Yeah, people were really excited about this whole whole concept. Basically, the Abyss experience was born from a Discord. That's, that's the best way I could explain it. Because to be honest, way to put the it. Discord, my, when I built my Discord last year, it's, it's a year old right now. It was last year around March. It was called Dystopians. And it's mm. all based on like mid-tempo artists. It was, I, I think it was like 100% mid-tempo artists and like some dark base. And after that, I rebranded it to the abyss that, that I, I didn't rebrand it because of the festival i just rebranded it because i wanted a new name on it a new like branding and then after that i just said we have a, we have good enough artists on this discord to make our own festival so that's it so, so i mean is that something that you found um connects like a lot of the community was like behind this branding is that something that really resonates with with the community i think a lot of the underground artists they're very um actually like quite anonymous you know they, they go behind an alias and they don't mm-hmm. they don't really have a face associated they just have a name so is that is that something that's driving this like is that what you guys are most excited about is really just giving these underground artists like even if they are incognito with their branding giving them more of a platform like what are some of the things that is pushing you guys because i imagine that would be one of them we love music <laughs> that's, yeah. that's pretty much it the sets that we have so far are fire they're crazy. I think we went off topic from the question he asked, but it's all good. Well, no, I mean, but that's just, it's interesting insight into it because it's yeah. something that we really uh, connect with as well. It's just that we started this podcast out of just love for the music and just uh, love, especially for underground artists. But I mean, what, what are some of the other things that are exciting you guys, at least for this iteration of, of The Abyss? The only thing that did change is the fact that we have a whole, like a wide variety of music this time, like genres. You could expect a lot of drum and bass. That's one thing for sure. sure. Quite a few drum and bass sets. Yeah. Drum and bass yeah. from vocal sets that I'm really excited about. Yeah, because the first event was more based on like mid-tempo industrial ba- like music. And then this time around, we have we like... We have every genre you can think of. We got yeah. bass house. We got, we got like electro, complexro house, kind of that kind of stuff. We got, we got really, we have everything. We have singers. One of the last things we'll throw out there uh, for you guys to answer is kind of a, a difficult one, just considering the situation we're in. But what, yeah. what do you think the future of live stream and just virtual experiences is going to be? Like, has COVID made it more part of the EDM scene? Or, uh, you know, is COVID going to go away and we can just go back to, you know, only in-person events? Like, what do you see as the future of virtual experiences in the scene? Honestly, live streaming has brought a lot of opportunities to the underground scene. Live streaming has become a way bigger part of the electronic scene than it ever was. The way I see things is live streaming is just going to get better and bigger as time goes by. And it's just going to become the new, like, normal. Guys, before we wrap up the segment, you know, you've been teasing that we got a lot of talent coming on this iteration of the Abyss Experience. You know, you mentioned Electro House, you mentioned Bass House, you mentioned DMB, which Alec and I are both pumped up about. We're pumped up about the whole festival, but like, give us some names that like our listeners have to tune in for. Obviously, all of them. We got to tune in for all of them, but just give us some names you guys are really excited about as well. So we have this singer called Z- Sounder. I was going to say Zonder, <laughs> just because her name is kind of like this, pronounced the same as mine. No, mm-hmm. her name is I Am Sounder. 
She's a live singer, acoustic singer. Nice. And I think like she's probably one of my favorite artists that's going to perform. Yeah, I'm just excited to see the take on an acoustic set on this type of event. And what about you, David? What's your what's your artist that you're really looking forward to? I think I'm excited for Nika Demis coming back. His first set was crazy, and the second one, like, just wow. <laughs> that's all I can say. Well, we got a lot of talent to tune into for the Abyss Experience Round 2. EDM Champions, November 7th and 8th, okay? You guys already know. You can find the Twitch link right in the show notes. Just get over there and just get ready to party. It's going to be a really really good time folks so please tune in you know we will be you know we're just gonna we're just gonna party and bullshit in the chat it's gonna be a good time but wait hold up we got one more announcement super excited alec who are we having on the pod next week for an artist spotlight it is lp giovi that's right thanks to popular requests and demand we are having on a queen of house right now ladies and gentlemen lp giovi is just she's a fantastic person first of all so really excited to have that interview drop as well but we've also got a session from her as well because we're like let's go there's just so much goodness that people have to tune in they have to hear it for themselves right so definitely keep an eye out but that's going to be next week instead of our regular episode and i tell you she's got more energy than samir and i have combined so (laughs) this is going to be a fantastic conversation trust us you're not going to miss hearing our voices in the regular episode format it's a fantastic one so please check it out we just talked about lpgob we talked about the abyss experience we're talking about a lot of stuff here but let's talk about you and us all right if you want to get connected to the Beyond the Beats platform, give us a follow on Instagram at btb.pod. Tweet at us at podbtb. We want to hear your questions. And hey, if you're enjoying the show, please hit subscribe and drop a rating and review. Alec, where are we going next, my friend? This is the what are we listening to section. And oh my Lord, I am super, super excited because this is this is going to be a good one, everyone. Seriously, this is going to be a really, really good what we're listening to I'm section. Stoked. But new EDM champions, we see you. Every week, it's awesome to see that there are more and more people joining the community. Welcome if it's your first time, in which case you're going to need some additional context on this section. So Samir, my man, please give a warm welcome by the way of our rating scale to any new EDM champions. Here on Beyond the Beats, we have our very own unique rating scale and it ranges from levels one through five. Level one is what we call one listen. It's where you listen to a track and you're probably never ever gonna listen again, but you're encouraging other people to give it a listen. Level two is what we call background noise. It's when a song comes on, it's playing in the background, you're not gonna really do anything with it, you might be doing other things, you're not too bothered by it, but it's there to keep you company. Level three is what we call turn it up. It's when a song comes on, you grab the volume knob and you turn it up. Level four is what we call just bought tickets. It's when you listen to a piece of music, you listen to an artist and you immediately look up the next time that they're coming to your town and you gotta buy those tickets. And level five is speechless. It's just you and the music. The song transports you into another world and literally leaves you speechless. So to recap, level one is one listen, level two is background noise, level three is turn it up, level four is just bought tickets, and level five is speechless. Let's get back to it. Okay, Samir. I know where we're going first. I'm just going to say it because I want to go there. Okay, Major Laser. Let's go, baby. Major Laser. (laughs)
Let's I'm, go. I'm glad that you did that instead of me because it popped <laughs> into my head and I'm like, I'm not going to be the idiot that comes out and drop. But thank ah. you. You did it for me. But um, they just dropped an album called Music is the Weapon. And it's a long, long album. So we're not going to go every single song. But Samir, let me take a guess. Which which one do you want to preview? Is it going to be Jari Booty? Did I say that correctly? You know, I yeah, you, uh, that was pretty good. That was pretty good oh, pretty shit. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> I, you know, there was actually a lot of great songs on this album. Um, I think what I'm really going to want to play here is the song Tiny. So that's featuring Major Laser. We got Beam on the track as well as Shen Si. Take a listen to this one. And I said that, said that since I met you. And you swear that, you swear you never meant to. Dude, first of all, I can't believe that I didn't guess the right one and I did a terrible job of pronouncing it. So I Don't just feel about like a it, bro. double slap here with it. No, but, no know, worries. On, on a positive note though, man, this I thought was really, really neat. And I think what was just amazing talking to you off air about this album was, and I think something that you're definitely going to dive into and I'll let you do that. But my quick two cents on this album mm. overall and this track is just you can hear the cultural influences really being a major driving factor in the song. And it's almost like they're trying to showcase it for the world and for other people. So I thought the song was really good. It's really fun. Nothing that's going to be too life-changing or anything like that. And the rest of the album certainly is that way for me. But just what if there's one thing you have to take away, it's the fact that you can just appreciate the cultural influences in here. So it's it's a fun, fun album. Nothing life-changing, but it's fun. And that's how I felt about this song. Dude, Major Lazer's back with their fourth album after five years from their last one. And in that time, they've had, they have had an onslaught of radio-friendly singles like Lean On, Powerful, Light It Up, Cold Water, which is one of my favorites, No No Better, and just so many more. And they know what works and what gets people dancing, man. It's that tough Spanish and jungle-influenced drums with catchy hooks and just a wide range of recognizable guests, okay? This album plays it safe. And I don't think that there was anything groundbreaking from the production standpoint, like you said, man. It's really, it really is a fun album to mm-hmm. throw on when you want to dance and smile or if you're smooching your significant <laughs> other or if you're just driving as the sun sets. However... I want to talk about something incredibly important that this album accomplishes so beautifully. It presents a wide array of lesser known, very talented artists to those in the US and beyond. Many of those who collaborated with Major Lazer have large followings in Spanish speaking countries, but many of us here in the States and beyond, we may not know names like Shensi or Beam mm. or Mr. Easy, Anita, Paloma Mami, okay? But this album does a wonderful job of showcasing talent from different parts of the world. And that's really, really important. When people feel connected to the music they hear, they feel appreciated. And I certainly did when I heard the song Jadu Bhatti, featuring two artists from India. But look, all this to say is that I really, really appreciate Major Lazer. And I think they sent an important message in how important it is to be diverse in the sounds you present. 
All right. I mean, some of my other favorites include Sun Comes Up, Rave Da Favela, like we just played, Que Lo Que, uh, Jadu Bati. I love it, man, because you're 100% right. This is exactly what the dance music industry needs to be doing, because guess what? It's at the roots of the scene itself. If there wouldn't be any of the music that we like discussing about on this podcast if it wasn't for the minority communities and just diverse communities. I wouldn't even say minority, just the the, the sheer diversity of the scene and mm-hmm. all of its different influences is what gave way to dance music being the thing that it is that we all know and enjoy today. So this is why the diversity is incredibly important because it was there at the beginning. It's what led to incredible sounds being produced, the likes of which people had never heard before. And if we want to continue seeing that creativity in the scene, we must make sure that it's diverse enough for it to happen. Dude, love that. And uh, this is this is something I've been thinking about a lot over these past couple of weeks. And I want to make sure that we continue to have these conversations about diversity and inclusion in electronic music. But Alec, we got one more EP. I mean, this guy is just absolutely on a tear. Who are we talking about next? Blue Claire. That's right. Blue Claire. <laughs> Blue Claire. I'm sure, Let's go. It's funny because I'm sure we're butchering the pronunciation there as well. But take a listen to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, because I think we both really enjoy this, but Hypnotized off of the Hypnotized EP. Smith, EDM champions, get ready. The song is epic. Boy, you got me hypnotized. Listen up, EDM champions. Read my lips. I mean, you can't see me, but read them anyways. Blue Claire is the next big thing in house music. Do not sleep on this guy. He's bringing the French house sound to the masses and doing it in such an eloquent way. His two track, Hypnotized EP, delivers just that, man. It's low key but intricate. It's danceable yet vibey. It's simple yet complex. I want to listen to tracks like Hypnotize while I'm attending an art gala. While I'm watching my car get washed or just hanging out with the homies at Dave and Buster's, you bring the setting and Blue Claire brings the soundtrack. So, Alec, I mean, we've been talking about uh, his song Hypnotize off of this two track EP, uh, but we got to give massive shout outs to Looking For as well, featuring December Kid, because that is also just an absolute dance floor stomper. What did you think of this EP? Uh, well, I think first of all, I've got a comment on just your French accent. Just, it, I'm sorry. It just, I just start crying whenever I hear you pronounce things. Is in it French. that bad? No, it's just, it's just so funny. Just because I guess I could see you and just, it just, it's. I'm sorry, champions. We really need to get video on here, but yeah, it's just, <laughs> it's just hilarious watching it come out of his mouth. I wish everyone could see it. Just imagine French coming out of somebody's mouth that you just don't think it would ever come out from. This was honestly amazing. Right. I mean, laughs aside, it was a really, really good EP. I have to give hats off here to the chef for cooking this up because, oh boy, showcased the incredible ways the house music could be flavored and seasoned when done correctly, hypnotized, had me hypnotized for sure. Okay. And just the fact that, is that he's pushing the scene towards this more creative way of house music right like just throwing in the different samples in there i'm really excited to see how this trend continues on in the house music sector i think it's just gonna do wonders for it dude i am honestly just loving this right now we are 
I'm just feeling this positivity. I want to give you a big hug. I want to give all the EDM champions a air high five, social distancing. You guys already know what it's all about. But dude, so let's move into let's move into rating these two pieces of music. I want us to go ahead and start with Major Laser, their brand new album, Music is the Weapon. Alec, what are your thoughts? Okay. This is this is hard for me, but this is gonna be a very see no, decimals. I'm not I'm not gonna go there. I know what some is gonna say. Fuck your Never decimals. Have decimals. <laughs> I'm gonna give this one an easy peasy level three out of five. Just turn it up. Very, very solid there. I was gonna go with decimals to give it a little bit of a lift, but it's okay. We don't do that here apparently. Um, but level three out of five was just great because it really would turn it up whenever I hear it come on the radio because it's just fun good times and a great great vibe the whole album is from start to finish so me and my friend what are your thoughts absolutely dude i'm i'm right there with you man this is absolutely a turn it up like we said nothing groundbreaking from a production standpoint but you just gotta be appreciative of all the different sounds that you're hearing in this the creativity it's fun it's very very on point with what major laser normally does but this is a fun album to listen to and i can't wait to be in the car with my girlfriend again and we're just gonna throw this bad boy on because i know we can both appreciate this alec yes sir here we go okay I don't even want to do my French accent anymore. Here we go. Blue Claire with the hypnotized EP. What are your thoughts? Oh, still dying on that. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, dude, this is incredibly easy for me. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a level four out of five. Just bought tickets because you know nice. what? I'm genuinely serious about this one. I'm serious about all ratings. Don't get me wrong. But this one if I see tickets, you know, just past COVID, I see Blue Claire's on the lineup. Sign me the fuck up. I'm going. I'm very, very pumped up when everything calms down to go see him live because I think it's going to be a great, great time. What about you? Absolutely, bro. I, I'm right there with you, man. Good positivity. Good connection right here. Synergy, baby. Let's go. I'm giving this level four out of five. Just bought tickets as well. And EDM champions, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, you are going to be seeing this name on so many lineups around the world. He is blowing up. Do not sleep on him. Alec, let's keep the good vibes rolling through. Dude, we just talked about how much we absolutely love spotlighting underground artists and how much we love talking about them and our friends at the Abyss Experience do as well. But we also have a mission right here on Beyond the Beats. We got to get these artists to a larger platform and we got to feature two every single episode. We've been doing this podcast for nearly two years and we have not exhausted the talent, the pool of talent in the electronic music underground. Alec, who went first last time, man? I think I think that was you, if I recall correctly. I think so too. I okay. think so too. Okay, here we go. Here we go. I am very excited about this, okay? Because... This is a booty buster, okay? <laughs> I want to see all you booty shakers get out on the floor, and y'all better come correct, all right? Walsh Logger is coming up on the decks with his first <laughs> single titled, Come Correct. This guy has been supported by people like Whipped Cream, Dirty Radio, and Alert, another artist that we're watching who is just blowing up. There's still a lot of mystery around who my main man Walsh Logger is, but he's pivoted from his previous music project and is catapulting himself into bass house with a touch of UK bass line. Alec, let me know if I'm wrong there. And he's just got this ridiculous percussion and a lot of emphasis on the 808s. I have never heard Bass House done this way, and you guys know how I feel about that genre. But when something is fresh and unique, 
you know we gotta give it a spin on BTB. So here it is, guys. Walsh Logger's first single, massive track called Come Correct. Take a listen. Correct, I shall. Honestly, Noice. dude, this was this was this was a very interesting track for me, and I will tell you why. Because I think mm-hmm. for the first time, when I have ever been asked, "Can you help me identify this genre?" I had no answer. I had no <laughs> answer, and I'm not used to that happening. So, especially as it comes to giving subgenre labels to, uh, yeah. you know, electronic music, but I genuinely didn't know, and that's a good thing. It was a really, really good thing because whatever flavor that he's added in has just made it such a creative endeavor that I have to be tuning in to his SoundCloud profile constantly checking for new music because it's just exciting to hear something that you know is going to be the start of something new, I think. Like it's going to be a new wave, right? Whether he's at the front of it or he's part of it, 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 there's a wave and I don't exactly know what it is but it's something that's pushing bass house to very interesting places that we have never seen it taken before so shout out to watch logger on this because i'm very pumped up about it alec all i gotta say to you is you better come correct all right man i don't want to see you shaking that booty unless you are coming correct all right edm champions that's my pick for the week don't forget to hit up the show notes to go and get connected with this guy we got all the links in there soundcloud instagram whatever you already know what to do alec you got some serious talent you're about to present to all of us. Give it to me, baby. Come correct with this one. EDM champions, ladies and gentlemen. Let me tell you a quick story, okay? Imagine you are sitting on a beach. You feel the breeze coming in. It's going to be a little bit nippy outside because the sun has just started to go down. You hear the sand move beneath your feet. Vibrations. Hmm. What's going on here? As the trees start swaying, the bass seems to get louder and louder. It's picking up. The sand by you is just starting to go all over the place. Now, what the fuck is going on, you think? Well, let me tell you what's going on. Hidden Face is throwing the fuck down at a beach party not too far away from you. You rise up, you see these amazing lights going off and he's on the stage dropping this song that is just going to make you want to move over there and start grouping with everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, take a listen to Heartbreak by Hidden Face. Let's go. 
close my eyes and for a second i thought i was listening to a recording from the calm app i don't know if you've ever heard of this app no, it's like dude, for people to kind of like app. relax and meditate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah dude that was beautiful that was so nice man i'm telling you right now this song is just a siren song for everybody to just get up on the dance floor okay i'm talking about babies toddlers i'm talking about kids in the sixth grade okay i'm talking about people in high school i'm talking about people in college Parents, new parents, parents with like their seventh kid, grandparents, great grandparents, wow. get up on the floor. Everybody, get up on the floor. This song is bringing everybody out to the floor and uniting in dance, and that's why I'm really pumped up about this, man. I love this this kind of slow build up. It kind of really, it, it kind of makes you want to release your groove. See, this is where I'm gonna disagree with you. Okay, oh, not dude. that part, not that part, but the part where you're saying invite your parents and everybody because i think this is a deep and dark sexy vibe i really get that from this yeah 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 i think it's very it's 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 kind of it's got a lot of depth to it but it's almost like sexy in a weird way i don't know how to describe it i think people will know what i'm talking about though but that's how i felt when listening to this it's kind of that darker you know on the sunset beach type of vibe Mm. what's going on right now so i don't know if it's something i'd bring the whole family to but it's something i'd definitely bring my girlfriend to that's true. This is not the Wiggles in concert. This is <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome though. Uh, and like I said, I, I just yeah, I we love get the sidetracked. Slow... It's, it's, yeah. it's fucking I, great. I just, Whatever it is, I just love the slow build up, and I just loved the release. I really didn't know where this song was going, and I don't like to skip ahead in tracks to get Good. to like the I'm drop. Glad they didn't. There's a reason why the artist is doing the things that they're doing, and this is awesome and this accomplished just that man thank you for putting this on my radar i'm pumped up of course of course and if you want to go support hidden face check out our show notes all of the links will be there and you can go crazy on it tell us tell them beyond the beat sent you okay (laughs) please do please (laughs) do alec good laughs good fun good energy man I've, i've had a great time talking to you again for episode 78 of beyond the beats you look good why thank you you look like you just ran a marathon and then saved kids from an orphanage in a burning building that's how you look right now you just look like you're just glowing you're glowing so that's that is the most interesting way i've ever heard someone put you look like shit because it's like (laughs) i that is unbelievable i'm gonna steal that that's a great great analogy because i'm like that means i look good to some degree thank you perhaps you know because that's a good aura to be giving off i was just about to say it's your overall aura visually you don't want to see it but the aura right like so I do want to see it. I just want to. I just want to see you happy. I want to see the EDM champions happy. I got the biggest smile on my face now that we're back on the microphones. Indeed. You guys look great. You guys look great. Keep doing what you're doing. I know these are tumultuous times for some people, but you know what? We all got to keep on keeping on. Guys, we'll see you next week. We got an artist spotlight with LPGOB, the queen of house music. She's killing it. Be there for it. We'll see you guys soon. <laughs>